Today we had to make some more judgments on trashy or classy, but I think we helped some people out today. It seemed, it seemed like we got to the bottom of a few of them. <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> Sooner or later, everyone will only be living classy. Mm-hmm. So we did that this morning. We also had a round of two-second tune where Ooh. Brian Riley annihilated me. Big dog. It wasn't, Big it wasn't dog. even close. And uh, I don't know. We did some other stuff, too, right? Brian Riley's terrified of the dentist. Found yeah. Out. Not terrified. Just went for the first time in 15 years. <laughs> You'll hear about it all right now on the podcast. Oh, we did a conspiracy corner today, too. Oh, stop. We don't need to remember that one. <laughs> Brian Riley, you had yourself a big day yesterday, Monster kid. day. <laughs> Monster day. Because it had been how long since you had been to the dentist? Uh, 15 years. <laughs> I hadn't gone. I literally haven't gone since I was on my parents' insurance. Dude. Because you're what, 31? I'm 32 in July. 32 in So you're 31. Why 31. didn't you? You didn't go because you didn't have insurance or you just didn't no, want to go? No, because I brushed my teeth every day. I was like, my teeth don't hurt. I, don't, I just didn't <laughs> my pick. Teeth my teeth don't hurt. Teeth I didn't don't figure. Hurt. I was like, you know what? I'm brushing my teeth every day. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Like, hey, what are they going to do? Clean like, it? Like for the full two minutes? For Yeah. I have this, right. the Sonic Care thing goes for the whole time and then turns off when it's done. Oh. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm classy like that. Oh. So let me ask you, 15 years not seeing a dentist, you go for the first time yesterday. Okay. I how, was, did, how did it go? I was a little nervous. I'm not going to lie because I go, <laughs> yeah. I know it's going to happen. They're going to open my mouth and go, yikes. Like that's what I thought was going <laughs> to yes. happen. There is no God. Yeah, they're going to be like, nothing ah. hurts. <laughs> they're going to be like, uh, we're going to have to take all these out. No, but I sat down. Her name was Taylor. She was great. And uh, she's a listener of the show. Hey. And so that's the one. I sat down and she goes, well, we're going to have to do some tests. So they take that needle that they get from mm. the sharpest yeah. factory of all time. It's like poked, a knitting needle. Uh, yeah. It just poked every part of it. Had to do uh. some of that stuff. And then they got all the plaque off of my teeth. I bet that was a chore. Which <laughs> it was a lot. It's it was a chisel. I, look, I'm not trying to gross anyone out, but. They did plaque up to her knees. They did some work on, in the old mouth. And honestly, at, after it was all said and done, I liked it. Like I, I actually did but, not hate any part of the dentist. But did you have cavities or anything? Zero cavities. Damn. 15 years, zero cavities. Look, I'm just built different. This is, I don't know what you want. So how many stickers did you get? I should have gotten the whole sleeve. This is... <laughs> This is bad if kids are listening right now. Because they say go every six months. But he does brush his teeth every day. I do brush my teeth every day. And the other thing was, they were saying that you either get really bad plaque buildup or you get cavities. It's kind of like one or the other. The you, plaque is protecting. It, it might be. Your like teeth. the plaque, yeah. All this gunk in my mouth has just been protecting Gross. me from getting it all. Uh-oh. You know what that means now? You're going to be more prone to cavities. I hope so. Yeah. They cleaned your teeth. You lost your protective layer. Look, I crushed a Snickers bar like immediately <laughs> afterwards. So Did it hurt? No, I felt good. I'm telling you. But I, I feel like a, a car that just got a brand new engine. Right. I'm moving and grooving, baby. 15 more years, you'll see if you can go another 15 without cavities. Yeah, we're going to try it out. That's just the rule, right? You go every 15 years, isn't that what you're supposed to do? Now, will you start going every six months now? Oh, yeah. I got another one planned for April. Like, I'm ready, wow. I'm ready to He's rip. that excited. I'm ready to go. And they've changed up the fluoride. Now, well, Brian, you wouldn't know this because yeah, it's I been a have decade and a half. But yeah. remember when they used to, like, fill up the that styrofoam or whatever it was? And like a to, mouth guard? Yeah, mouth guard, and you had to, like, sit there with the fluoride I love that for, like, feeling. five minutes. That well, was... Well, now they just paint it on. That was the last time I went was when they used to do that, and I had grape flavoring. I can remember uh. the flavoring. <laughs> I was hoping to get some grape yesterday. It was not the case. Oh, so you enjoyed that, too. You just still have it. They put back. some numbing stuff on my mouth, too. Oh, man, because fantastic. She goes, she goes, this might hurt a little bit, so we're going to have to. So she numbed up my mouth. They thought Novocaine, <laughs> but they just do some gel or whatever. Fantastic. Numbed up my tongue. It was the coolest thing in the world. Just chilled it away. Oh, my god. Well, there you go. Hopefully, we're all on the air together in 15 years. See how your next dentist visit goes. Yeah, we'll see. Brian. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Uh, we got someone sitting on the phone and says that they are actually terrified of the dentist. 
Uh, what were you saying? Well, I hate to admit it, but I'm the one with the phobia that probably tops them all. Okay, and what is that? In previous times, going to the dentist, I'm a nervous wreck going in. They walk me back to the room. I hear the drill. I walk out. Just like not even <laughs> saying anything, just see ya. <laughs> just go AWOL. Wow. And then after repeated attempts at that, they put me in the complete back, and they try to shut the door. <laughs> I have... Jumped out the window once to get out once I hear that drill. No way. Out the window? Oh. Dude, how do they get you to the dentist now? It's now the point where a family member or a friend has to go with me and strap my arms to the chair, put earbuds in so I can't hear it, and freak out. Okay. So you do end up getting your dental work done. It's just a nightmare. What is it that gets you so bad? It's the sound of the drill or the when they're cleaning the teeth. As soon as I hear that. I'm gone. Man, thank you so much for the call this morning. That's t- that's got to be tough. Ugh, I well, bit my dentist once. I probably, I'm sure that happens <laughs> all the time. I, that's probably a common occurrence. He stopped and looked at me. I'm like, I'm not apologizing. One time my dentist was giving me so much laughing gas, I thought I was dying. Like, I started to get tunnel vision, and I was trying to tell her to cut the gas. <laughs> Like I was, I was overdosing she, on laughing gas. I don't think you can. And she thought I was giving her the thumbs up, like more gas, more gas. And I was like, no, I'm dying. I'm starting to see a tunnel with a white light. Like, let's shut her down, please. Right. She turned it off, and you're like, hey, can you bring that back for a second? That was kind of fun. I felt drunk the rest of the day after that. I felt so funky. The Kelly Jordan Show. Time for a round of two-second tune. This is where Brian Riley and I will go head-to-head against each other to see who can identify a song in only two seconds. Is this our trial to go on TV? Uh, you and you and I both think we would crush name that. <laughs> I, think, I think so. We'll find out now. You both have been talking a very big talk, so we'll see what happens. So Chelsea got some two-second clips of songs. Okay. And she's going to play them for us now, and let's just we'll just buzz in with our name. All right, okay? big talk. Whoever, and, we ha- and we have a theme. Okay, what's the so, theme? So, you know, we have Valentine's Day, then we had Single Awareness Day, so I picked songs that have to do with even, like, a happy breakup, like they're happy to be broken up. Okay. That's a, that's a good, that narrows it down. There can't be that many songs with Yeah, there's like, I think there's about three, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so are we ready? Chelsea, give us the first two-second tune. I can't find my truck. Uh, Big Dog. Kelly, ah! <laughs> it can't uh, be. It's, uh... Now, oh. Luke Bryan, uh, all my friends say. Yeah, 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 was that it? Ding, 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 ding. Dang it, it took me a while to get yeah. it. took me a while to think of the lyrics. <laughs> I was trying to just think of the song. I was like, yeah. I know the artist, obviously. I love that song, too. That's such a good one. One for Brian. All right, Brian's ahead. Hey-o. Big dog. All right. Chelsea, if you could, please, give us the second two-second tune. I'll be there, back oh, oh, I'm uh, lost on this one. I know. Oh, hold on. Play it one uh, more time. Uh, is okay. that allowed? Yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, we make right. up our own rules. Right. Uh, Kelly. Uh, Chelsea Ballerini. Yep, that's what? <laughs> I mean, Chelsea Ballerini. <laughs> what? Chelsea Ballerini, all my friends say. That's, yeah, you're, you're right on. I think, yeah, I think you nailed that one. Brian? Uh... One more time? Yeah, one more time. Okay. Come on, now this is a six-second tune. I know the song. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Just hit the uh, hit the wrong one. I don't know. It. So you didn't get that one. Uh-uh. Either. 
best days of your life, Kelly Pickler. Oh, man. That that's a, that's I would have never cut. guessed it, even if you would have said the name of the song. <laughs> I, to be honest with you, I didn't even know that Kelly Pickler had any music that anybody would know. I'm pretty sure honest. that was the one song. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't get an MC We Fest without having a one or two hits. Okay. <laughs> Cowboy Troy doesn't, and I think he has right. one hit. <laughs> All right, so that's that's no one gets points on that one, right? No. Yeah, I'm still in the lead. Right. Big dog's still in the lead. Here we go. Next two second tune, please, Chelsea. Eight o'clock on Friday night. Oh, come on, man! <laughs> it didn't even uh, Lady A, bartender. <laughs> Damn, man! Big dog, baby. <laughs> I think we need. But I think this last one that you have here, Chelsea, that one's worth three points, right? It's actually right? worth five points. Yeah, five points. Yeah. Okay. See, I shouldn't even try for the first three rounds then. Here we go. <laughs> Last one. This is for all the marbles. Yeah. Even though I haven't gotten how, any yeah. of them. How nervous are you, Kelly? Even though I said Chelsea Ballerini <laughs> yeah. earlier. I'll yeah. take it. Here we go. Last two-second tune. Lord, please let me have this one. I'm getting right every night. You can have it. I have no <laughs> idea. Um, I'd like to hear that one again. I'm getting right every night. Was this a hit? Oh, yeah. Was in it? America? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> This is huge and sweet. Think of happy breakup songs. Okay. Uh, Kelly. Cole Swindell. Yeah, not even close. Happy breakup. No, that's not <laughs> no. Hit the, Yeah, hit the wrong, wrong one. Hit the wrong one. Yeah. How am I doing, Dirks Bentley? I was going to say Dirks. I was going to say Dirks, but that, I, I didn't know the song. Every night. Was that on the radio? I'm, I'm going to be honest, I don't even know. Okay. I couldn't sing a single <laughs> lyric to that song one time. All right. Well, this was not a good display of how good I would be if I made it on television for Name That Too. But, but it's Brian's your- a winner. Big dog on I'll top, baby. I'll give it to him. Pretty impressive, brother. Best <laughs> photo. <laughs> I, no one reminded me it was picture day. Or maybe my, they did, and I just didn't pay attention. My hair is curled. Yeah. I, I got a brand new outfit. I got like, everything. I I'm wearing a t-shirt a that my wife didn't want, so I'm wearing it. So I have a, an intriguing fix for you. Maybe you could try this. Yes. Uh, my girlfriends did this earlier this week. It was supposed to be a joke, but it turned out fabulous. They just went to the local Goodwill. Okay. They had a $10 budget, and they picked out outfits for each other. Well, I'm not letting someone pick out an outfit for me, but... I'm just saying, some of the items, I was very impressed. Oh, I get a lot of clothes at Goodwill. These yeah. jeans I'm wearing are from the Goodwill. Oh, slaps. So I need to... So we need to hurry up after the show today... <laughs> Get done what we need to get done, and I'm running to the Goodwill. I don't know. Style you? Yeah. I'm going to call ahead and be like, hey, can y'all get a dressing room ready? I'm coming in hot. Here are my sizes, my favorite colors. Yeah. Let's go. I'm going to end up with like a rhinestone pearl snap. God, I that hope so. That actually wouldn't be too bad, though. I hope so. So I'm going, I got to, I, I totally, for, and I want to take pictures today because I haven't drank in three weeks. <laughs> so my face is like super slender right now. Kelly. The last time we took pictures, I had like a I had gone out the night before oh. with people from work, and then they're like, "Oh, it's picture day tomorrow." My face looked like a thumb. The it was only, so swollen. The only way this could be better, do you remember you could pick the neon behind you or like yeah, your background? Your backdrop. If, yeah. if you had extra money to yeah. do that type of thing. Yeah, <laughs> I never had that. We had the felt looking background. That was it. <laughs> that gray. But anyway, if you're listening right at the Goodwill right now, I'm coming in hot about ten thirty this morning. Have some stuff ready for me. A nice windbreaker. Yeah. yeah. Have a have a personal shopper ready for me <laughs> at the Goodwill when I get there later. All right. Conspiracy Corner on the way next. This one has to do, and you've maybe seen it because it's getting really popular lately, with nuclear bombs. Oh, jeez. I know. I almost don't want to like say that on the air because like they're listening. Nah, they ain't listening to us. Don't worry. No one is. The Kelly Jordan Show. Silence your phones. Close the shades. <laughs> 
and listen up. It's time for Conspiracy Corner. We haven't done this in a long time. We haven't done this in probably six months. Because we haven't had a conspiracy fitting of Conspiracy Corner in a long time. Sure. But I got one for you today. Today's conspiracy comes to us from the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm. And I heard this the other day, and it shook me. So I went and watched videos of it. Of course you did. (laughs) The nuclear blast footage that we have, right? Yeah. When they were first testing the nuclear bombs. And you got the building that just incinerates... You got cars flipping over. They have a camera inside of a house that shows the house just being blown to smithereens. All the dummies with their faces being blown off. Yes. Yeah. How the hell did those cameras survive that blast? Uh, GoPros. Oh. How did the film not get destroyed by the radiation of a nuclear blast? So the conspiracy is on this one that that footage was faked. There's one part where they show a house, and it's a very famous footage where they show the side of the house, and the side of the house just starts on fire. Well, there's a part there where there's no car sitting behind the house, and then the nuclear bomb flashes, and then there's a car sitting behind the house. They're saying that (laughs) when they they released it, come on, this is Conspiracy Corner. You got to entertain the thought at least, that when they filmed that footage, we didn't quite have that technology yet, but they wanted to scare our enemies... So they faked this footage so that we could scare people into being like, look what we can do if we need to. Would they be able, did they have that type of cinematography skill back then? Absolutely they did. Because this reminds me also of the footage from The Terminator. You know, when she's having her, like, futuristic moments. Well, a lot of this footage was used in that scene. Okay, now you're freaking me out. Brian Riley, anything on this? This is stupid. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Like, how dare you in Conspiracy Corner? Uh-oh. I just, one, it's, how much research did you actually do? Lots. So you just watched a lot of YouTube videos? Tons of yeah, YouTube. Yeah. All and, the clips. And two, you're telling me that they couldn't figure out any way to do, you're telling me science, figuring out a way to make a, a huge bomb, couldn't what? figure out a way no. to record this but on camera? S- <laughs> what I'm saying is, if you what they're saying is, not me, what they're saying is, yeah. If you had a blast that was powerful enough to blow a house over and to send a car flipping down the road, what did you have holding that camera? Some good duct tape, probably. Yeah. See? You, you make jokes. Make jokes. <laughs> That's fine. Well, I mean, if they the black box in like planes. That's a plane crash. We're talking about a nuclear explosion. No, it's, it's hitting the ground and incinerating and yet it's still not protected. Not the force of a nuclear bomb. Well, I don't know. Like how much difference is there? I mean, they most <laughs> Come on, cra- it's interesting. Most plane crashes, Chelsea's right. They recover the black box. See? Yes, See? but they do not have the force of a nuclear blast. So it's a super black box. Well, how what's the force of a nuclear blast? Yes. And the camera didn't even shake. In these in this footage, that's high definition. That's you, high got, re- you know what you <laughs> yes. know what you guys are doing right now. You guys are part of the problem. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. You guys are part of the problem because when someone brings this stuff to you, you're so quick to call them crazy. Oh, there's no way it can't possibly be. Don't Brian take- says I I can totally believe that. Brian from Grand Forks said I could totally believe that. That it was just it was all just I needed faked? was one texter to go along with. Me. Of course you did. You needed one person to believe you. And now it's fact. Next thing I know, you're going to tell me that the Neil Armstrong footage is fake. Oh, don't get me started. Like, when did we ever fake footage to intimidate other countries ever? Chelsea, you have to know this about Kelly as well. He's a flat earther. No, I don't. (laughs) Dude, you got to stop saying that because I think that my phone is listening. (laughs) 
My my algorithm now on TikTok, on Reels, on everything is like flat earth videos. Yeah, because you're watching all these conspiracy videos. That's not because of me. Flat earther. I'm not a flat earther. Not you know even. What? The only way that we can test this is to set off a nuclear bomb and set up some cameras. One time in a conversation, I said some of the things that the flat earthers have <laughs> is kind of interesting. They have some good points on some of their stuff. And then from that point on, I was a flat earther. I believe in the globe, just to be clear. Just flat. Yeah. But was th- was that footage faked of the nuclear blast? Could be. <laughs> what? Where did? You, who are your sources on YouTube? I got to watch this. Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm feeling pretty confident now. And the Flat Earth Society. <laughs> oh, here we go. Kelly Jordan Show. Sometimes we have to be the deciding factor. Is something trashy or classy? 320-656-9453 is the phone number. We got a couple people sitting on hold. Ron, what's up, man? I have a trashy, well, not trashy, but anyway, uh, I delivered to a place and it says, I love Megan on the end of a pool one, just huge and red. Okay. I love that because I know where to turn. <laughs> so this this brings one to mind, though, that we can vote on real quick. Saying, painting someone's name on anything, like whether it's the side of a building or a water tower I or an <laughs> a overpass, like saying I love Jenny or Tommy plus Jenny or whatever, <laughs> trashy or classy? Uh, I mean, I grew oh. up in the city, so that's a felony, so I'm going to say trashy. <laughs> you know, I'd have to go same. As long as you spell it right. Classy? <laughs> and you keep the girl. Nothing like Other spelling your that, date's you're... name wrong on a, on a big water tower. Yeah. You're, you're dead, man. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ron, for calling in this morning for Trashy or Classy. Do we have any texts coming in? Uh, eagle decals on trucks, especially the ones that have human arms with bulging biceps. I kind of like those. The ones with the biceps? <laughs> I kind of think they're neat, yeah. I'll tell you what I think is super trashy, though. The, like, bull... Uh, you know, oh. oh, the thing that hangs out the back on the that looks make it looks like the, a, the cojones yeah, on the on the yeah. trailer hitch. Yeah, I I, I find that to be so ridiculously <laughs> trashy. The yeah. brass. Every time I see it, I'm like, why? Like, I don't get this at all. Why would you want that hanging from your bumper? Robert texted in saying, "Is it trashy to refer to my wife as my ex girlfriend?" <laughs> that's awesome. That's a great bit. That's, that's, that's a fantastic bit. That is such a good nickname for your wife. No, cla- that gets classy. I like it. I I would do it. Is it? I, yeah, I would one hundred percent do that. I'm bringing my ex girlfriend to dinner, and the whole family's like, <gasps> and then she walks in the door. Yeah, right. and then, of course, mom still doesn't get the bit afterwards. Like, I thought you were bringing an ex girlfriend. He's cheating on you. What's happening? That's a great sight gag right there. I like that a lot. Heck yeah. So we're voting classy on That's referring classy. your wife I mean, as I'm ex classy. No. I'm saying classy. Funny. Sorry, sorry, Chelsea. It's two to one. I can vote. Two to one. <laughs> All right, we got someone sitting on hold that wants to chime in with one too, and I'm embarrassed. Because I used to, no, I'm not embarrassed as a matter of fact. I used to have this in my apartment back in the day. I wish I still had it. All right, what is yours? Hi, I want to know if animal print furniture is trashy or classy. 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 Oh, man. I'll tell you a funny story. When I first moved out on my own and I got my first apartment down in Austin, Texas, I got leopard print couches. That shocks me 0%. <laughs> like, girls would come to my apartment, and, and they would kind of look at me sideways, like, what kind of dude has leopard print couches? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I digress from that. So what are we talking about animal prints here? Uh, because I went over to my boyfriend's place, and he has animal print, like, furniture, and it's just like, 
I just want to know, is it trashy or classy? Now, look, I like it. I, I feel like it's class, but it's probably trash. Look, I, I'm going to say classy. Because if you watch, if you look at any MTV Cribs episode, yes. there's so many leopard print this, zebra, zebra print, print yeah. that. I think that's classy. That's just me. All right, there you go. You're getting a, you're getting a classy vote on that one. Sounds like this guy's a keeper. I guess so. Sorry, Chelsea, you were texting over there. What do you, what do you think on leopard print, or on animal print furniture, trashy or classy? Dude, I walked in. Uh, this guy had, like, it was real fur, uh, and it was a giraffe. Classy. And I, I bawled my eyes out. Oh, because you're such an animal lover. I am. I'm like, this This is trash. Was it comfy, though? I felt like Ace Ventura. I don't know. I, I backed out. My dream to have a bearskin rug in front of a fireplace at my house. All right. That <laughs> like, is the so one. I want to picture that. That I'll give a pass. Especially when my kids move out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had one growing up. It was my friend. Did it have a head on it? <laughs> it sure oh. did. It had, like, the head yeah, on it with we, the fangs yeah. and everything? Um, my dad tripped on it enough times, like, his foot would get caught in its mouth, and he's like, it's gone. So we had to get rid of it. The best part is if Kelly has a bearskin rug, you know he bought it. Like, there's no way he hunted that thing. <laughs> no question. Uh, all right, let's, let's move on. Scariest dad in Hollywood. What a real-life Rambo. If you're talking about it. I got some big news. We're talking about it. Turn it up. Here's what's trending with Chelsea. Sylvester Stallone hired Navy SEALs to train his daughter before they moved to New York City. They would get up at 6 a.m., his 25-year-old and 27-year-old daughters, Sistine and Sophia, and they would go out into the woods, introduced to a military-esque self-defense trainings, rigorous routines of sit-ups, push-ups, pull-ups, cleans, and jerks, and uh, he just wanted them to be 100% prepared when they went to the big city. Good for him, man. Ain't nobody messing with them. And then it goes one step further. Uh, They would talk about how when she was in fourth grade, her dad would slip a little pocket knife in her backpack uh, for self-defense as well. And then he also... Good way to get her suspended. He also made his daughters pepper spray each other. Uh, She's like, it was was just so bad. But they are are prepared. It's a wild childhood, man. (laughs) Beating each other up, slicing each other, spraying each other. Don't mess with Rambo's daughters. I'm telling you, you will lose. And today, Kelly, is National Margarita Day! The most expensive margarita is Down Under in Sydney. It's their Australian bar called Mimi's. They're celebrating National Margarita Day today with a $1,250 margarita. Pass. It's made, I'm, I'm doing it. It's made with Don Julio 1942, smoked agave, whole mandarin because you're paying for the whole fruit and other citrus fruits and, of course, salt. For $1,250, you get the entire 1.75 liter Don Julio Magnum bottle. Put that in a 55-gallon drum, then I'd consider paying $1,250 for it, but not for one glass. I'll be damned. Cheers. We are inside the Golden Ring of Games today, and it is in honor of National Margarita Day. I believe that we have Becky on the phone who's ready to play with us. Becky, what are you up to this morning? Just coming home from work. Oh, that's right. You do the overnight shift. Night shift. Yes, I do. So can you start Margarita Day right now? I sure can. Um, I didn't quite hear what you were doing, though. I was dialing. So okay. what was it? Well, good, because I almost gave it away. <laughs> I remember when I used to work overnights at a radio station, when I would get home at this time in the morning, I'd crack a beer. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the day. Yeah, it was the end of my there work day. I mean, Breakfast beer. You know, I can't help it that everybody else was on an opposite schedule. <laughs> That's right. I agree with you. <laughs> All right, Becky, here's what we're going to do today in three and five. Are you ready? 
I am. In honor of National Margarita Day, name me three brands of tequila in five seconds. Go. Okay, tequila. Um, Jose, no. Oh, jeez. Now you got me. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, Patron. Um, I can go now. <laughs> <laughs> Becky, I am beside myself. Oh, at least we oh, know she's too. not alive. I should know that. I, the Patron is the only one that I buy, so I, Fancy. I couldn't pick of the other. Fancy. Girl's got good taste. Well, I'm sorry, it's, Becky. It's the best one out there, yep. yeah. Go ahead and drown too. your sorrows in a margarita this morning. <laughs> you know, I'll have to have one. It's margarita day. Thank you, guys. Talk to you later, Becky. Yep, have a good day. Thanks, Becky. All right, we got this survey on the way next. Boy, we're doing a lot of margarita-based content this morning. That's okay. (laughs) Because I asked you, or we asked you, in honor of National Margarita Day, when was the time you knew you had one too many? (laughs) And why did you know that? (laughs) We got that coming up next when we do the survey. On the Kelly Jordan Show, no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Now, she was born all the way back in the year of our Lord, 1993. But little Jyoti Amge <laughs> is only 2 feet, .05 inches tall. Get out of here. She is the smallest woman on Earth. She actually set the record. Well, she set the record for the smallest woman on Earth. But she also set the record for the smallest teenager on Earth. Because when she was 15, she measured in at two feet exactly. So since being 15, she's grown .05 inches. That's like a Cabbage Patch doll. It's exactly like a Cabbage Patch doll. And that's what she looks like. Now, she has a condition where she her parents are normal sized. Which is kind of the weird thing in this. Mm-hmm. And they say that her everything seems to be operating correctly in her body. She just has a condition where she hasn't grown like normal people would grow. Seriously? Yeah. And she does all kinds of charity work. They say in her little village, she's treated as an absolute goddess, too. I believe like, it. Like, she has a phenomenal life in her little village in a town in a country I can't even pronounce. <laughs> I was just going to Google this. Yeah. I mean, how easy to carry her around, too. Just be like, right. come on. They, come just, on they just did, uh, she met up with the world's tallest man. Oh, that's cool. And he was, I think he's like eight foot one, and eight foot freaky. two. And those guys die young. Yeah. Because your yeah. body is your body's working so hard to but pump blood everywhere. He had his shoe from the toe of the shoe standing upwards. Yeah. Almost as tall as her, up to her shoulder. So he's got a two foot <laughs> shoe. Isn't that crazy? She looks like she looks like a little porcelain doll, doesn't she? Yes. And coming in at two point zero five feet tall. That is unbelievable, man. Does My- she get mistaken for a child? I'm oh, sure she does. Probably I mean, not in, not in her little. Her, yeah. Yeah, in her village, she's a goddess. Outside of her village, I'm sure she does because she looks like a little child, even though she's what? She's dang her 30 years old. She is 30 years old. Yeah, she's, she is 30. My mom, my mom's 4'11, and my dad's six feet tall. So <laughs> yeah. I was blessed with height because of that. Oh, she and didn't even make five feet. She always would say, Dynamite comes in small packages. Oh, that was me. That was her sassy. And she's and she's Mexican, so you know she's yeah. got a little extra sass to her. My wife is my wife being Mexican is also like four foot ten. Yeah. She's, well, a, she's little. We're all super tall, 5'10", five, 5'8", five, in my family. I believe it. You're yeah. probably, what, Norwegian, Swedish? Yeah, Swede. Yeah, that's just... I remember when I moved away for a while and then came back to the Midwest. I was like, God dang, everybody's so tall here. <laughs> yeah. I was so used to being around so many short Mexican people that I came back, and I was like, holy cow. It must be nice to be able to go on a ride and not feel like you might not be able to go on it, Chelsea. I, I've never had to stand on tiptoes. <laughs> yeah, I think you're, you're taller than me, aren't you? I, I think I am. Yeah, you're taller than, <laughs> I, right? you're taller than I, me. I 
I try to wear flats. No, I don't. <laughs> Let it fly, girl. Be proud of it. My mom said it was the worst in the world because she was one of the tallest women in her high school, so she could never get a date because yeah. the guys were all just... It is intimidating. Yeah. Unless you're Tom Cruise, then you don't care. But for her to be two feet, one inches... This is crazy to me. I'm looking at these pictures. She's standing next to a liter of cola. Right. And it's like half as big as she is. It's like a monthly supply for her. That would be so wild. That would be so wild. You're right. Very budget friendly to feed her. But they didn't think she would make it to 30. She's like 30 and crushing it. Thriving. Beautiful smile. And there you go. Now you know who the smallest woman on earth is. Probably the smallest person on earth, actually. And you maybe didn't find it interesting. Or maybe you did. See, it doesn't matter. That's the beautiful part about this segment. Because I am the only one who has to find it interesting. And I'll do it every single day, man. I ain't worried about it. Sometimes I say it right to your face. And ha, 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 ha. It's time now for the Small Town Salute. I want to say good morning to everybody listening in Olivia, Minnesota, population 2,500. The Minnesota Senate has designated Olivia the corn capital of the world. They've been calling themselves that since 1973 when they erected a 50-foot corn monument. That's a huge honor for a town that only covers 2.4 square miles, but that's why Olivia, Minnesota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute on the Kelly Jordan Show. Kindness at the busiest airport in the country. It's time to focus on the good news with happy hour. It makes me happy. (laughs) I've only been to the Atlanta airport once, but it was a nightmare the time that I was there. It's huge. Just so bonkers there. Yeah. Well, that's why this story is so amazing. So Cindy Tutko was visiting Florida, and she had a layover in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, when she was in Florida, she ended up hurting her ACL, tearing her ACL. As you can imagine, that's painful. Girl must have been booking it. And then having to fly home, that's even worse. So she gets to the Atlanta airport, and the tram is broken down. So now she's faced with the arduous task with a torn ACL of having to walk to her gate. Oh, no. But Cindy, being the determined person that she is, says, you know what? I got two hours till my flight takes off. If it takes me two hours to get to my gate, then by golly, that's how long it's going to take. No one would help her? Well, this is happy hour, Chelsea. Why don't you just wait till the rest (laughs) of the story happens? Thank you. (laughs) Is it my calm demeanor that's bringing you into the story? Thank you. Yeah. That's when Michael Wright came on the scene. Michael Wright, being from Lafayette, said, man, that woman is limping like crazy. That looks super painful. She's got two bags, one over her shoulder. She's dragging one behind her. This is ridiculous. So he walks up to her and says, ma'am, what is the problem? She says, well, I have to get to my gate for my flight. I have a torn ACL. The tram is down. And so I'm just going to try and get there as best as I can. Which is funny that like none of those little carts pulled up to grab her. Or I was thinking the exact same thing. Where was the golf carts that are in right. the airport? But maybe because the tram was down. Those were probably working overtime, and none of them saw poor Cindy with her torn ACL trying to limp to her gate. Dragging her leg. Well, Michael Wright says, give me your bags, and here's my arm. We are going to walk to this gate together, and I'm going to try and get you there as quickly as I possibly can. Wow. So he sticks out his arm for her to lean on something so that her arm, so her foot or her ACL isn't hurting so much. And he's got her bag. He's got his bags. He's towing two bags behind him, and they smooth walk on up to the airplane. <laughs> Did his kindness end there? Absolutely not. He made sure that she got on the plane and got to her seat, and I guess he was on the same flight, because they're not just going to let you walk yeah, on the plane. Yeah, I was going to say, how, no way. That, no. This, this is the 80s. Yeah. This is my companion. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so he helped her get to her seat and then sat down, and that they, they flew off 
on their way home. That's fantastic. Pretty amazing story, right? Out Super of nice. all, at, a, at the busy isn't is Atlanta the busiest airport in the country? It's it definitely is, right? one of the busiest. We'll look it up on Google. They always and even me. with the tram, you could almost miss a flight. Yeah. Oh, I've I've only been to the Atlanta airport once, and it was just, aside from the they had an awesome bar there that I sat at for a while. But oh, other than that, Huntsville Jackson Airport in Atlanta is the busiest one in America. Right. Nice. So you can imagine just you can imagine then too the tram goes down. Imagine how hectic that was there. Ugh. But our gentleman here was like, nope. I see a lady in need. I'm going to help it. Chivalry is not dead. Kudos to him. That's, that's super right. cool. That's right. And that's, see, guys, that's why we do these stories. Don't you get it, finally? If we're not a beacon of light in the darkness, no one's going to do it. No one. And we do it every single day. Thanks to Audio Video Extremes, that was your happy hour. Welcome to the bonus track. It's our first break of the day. Uh, we found out why Chelsea's been gone for two days in a row. <laughs> but back in the swing of things. And also, man, do I feel old now with this coming up in my house. But you will hear it all right now. It's on the bonus track. We tack it on the end of the podcast. I was like, when you guys, <laughs> being the city that I am, I was like, when do you guys get a vacation? They take a break on Sunday. They were like, uh, vacation? Yeah. <laughs> the hell does that mean? What is that Dummy? word? <laughs> Wait, so you guys work every day? <laughs> Jeez. It never stops. We used to do this thing called Breakfast on the Farm where we would tour around a different farm yes. like during, during dairy month, and we would do like exactly what it sounds like, breakfast on the farm. And I got to meet so many people that changed my whole perspective yeah. of farming, where I was just like, man, it is nonstop every single day. 100%. We would do uh, the food in the field, and that would be, I would deliver meals, like lunch and stuff, sometimes straight out to their combine. Like, yeah. they wouldn't even take a break. I would, like, hand them up the food. I'm like, okay, good talk. Yeah, it's such, <laughs> it's such a cool time to, like, drive through, like, farmland in, when it's harvest time or planting time. They work so hard. Just seeing those big machines out there going to work. I yeah. love it. But anyway, we're back today, back at full strength. As long as Brian Riley shows up later, we'll be at 100% today. <laughs> Are you feeling better, Chelsea? We're getting there. I'm okay. on steroids, so it's hard to tell because right. I feel like super. I feel like I could flip a car right now, you know? Well, don't steroids just reduce swelling? Isn't that their, isn't that their point yeah. so that you can breathe? Breathe and, and yeah, and all the other stuff. Uh, I actually asked uh, my nurse a ton of questions yesterday. She brought up all these different Google pictures and stuff. We got lost in a rabbit hole, so I learned okay. a lot. I made good use of my one hundred and forty-eight dollars. All right, one hundred forty-eight dollars. <laughs> I know. I don't okay. understand. My insurance doesn't kick in till March first, so Ooh. I was trying not to be sick. <laughs> I was trying not to be sick. Until, but it doesn't happen that way. The funny thing with our insurance now, with my wife going through all her stuff, we hit our deductible like in the like in January of every year. I'm like, I'm like, Cash hey, it out. anybody need to go to the doctor for anything? We hit our deductible on January 20th or whatever it is. That was me last year. I had a $68,000 helicopter ride. Ooh, yep, bye. Oh, Does insurance cover a helicopter ride? Um, most of it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man, I used to live. I used to live by North Memorial Hospital. In uh, North Minneapolis, like I'm yeah. talking a couple blocks oh, from it, man. Wow. When that helicopter would take off, it was the loudest thing in the world. But it was always so cool to be like, "Dang, they're firing up the helicopter to go save a life." And they're booking it. It was always so crazy. You know what to the see. crazy thing is? They charge you round trip. I'm like, dude, you only brought me up to San Francisco. Yeah, but they had to fly to get you. You didn't bring me get home. They were kind of hovering. They said in the area. Really? They're like, they're, yeah. They just happened to be kid in the area. Not, kid you not? I had two um, ambulances that came, and then they were hovering, and then they just dropped down. Oh. I'm not even joking. Well, I, but they had to call them over there. They didn't just happen. You, you can't be that lucky. <laughs> it's not like they waved. I don't know. They were like, we're just going to hang out in this area today because we feel like something might go down. The guardian angels are like on another right. level. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, for real. They got helicopters. It's incredible. Man, Chelsea, I felt so old yesterday. Why? 
We were talking at my house. This is the first time where I'm like, oh my God, my kids aren't kids anymore. Oh. We were sitting talking at my house and we're talking about my daughter's class schedule for next year. Yeah. Trying to, you know, piece it all together and everything. Is she a high schooler yet? Yeah. She's a freshman this year. Oh. Obviously going to be a sophomore next year. Oh boy. So we were like, all right, well, how does this go? And then my wife goes, well, what about taking driver's ed? I had to cl- I had to clutch my chest to sit down for a Were second. Were you thinking like which car is she going to take? No, which- I was thinking my little Presley is Aww. talking driver's ed. What the hell? Now is she excited to drive? Because I found a lot of kids aren't nowadays. Right? Isn't that weird? I had a couple of nephews didn't get their licenses till they were like in their twenties. Like what? I know. I I could not wait. Of course, my house sucked, so I couldn't <laughs> wait to have just that. I still remember my first time getting my driver's license, yeah. and I didn't want to go home. I was like, I just want to stay out here driving all night before I go to that smoky drunk den that I call a home. Now we can't afford that gas. Right? Ain't no driving around. But I was just like, wait, we're talking about my daughter getting into driver's ed. She's too young. She still likes her power wheels, which is not true. (laughs) It goes like half a block. Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) That's a that's a milestone. That is a milestone. Dang. And then it's just then. And of course, my mind goes to crap. I'm going to have to pay for insurance on all these cars now. (laughs) She's going to be driving a Tiguan, though. I hope she she realizes the Tiguan will become hers. Kelly, and then there's going to be boyfriends and prom. Uh, She's going to fall in love. I'm not going to talk. She she doesn't (laughs) like when I talk about that kind of that kind of stuff on the air. But there's been, but here's what I will say. I like that my daughter shares with me when she has a crush on a boy. That's cool. Because that shows like, okay, we have a good, she, she feels like she can come to me with these things. Yeah. So I'm praying. Oh, man. Have a, I thought having a daughter when she was younger was hard. It gets harder as they get older. It doesn't get any easier, Kelly. Man. Either way. But hey, she's amazing. I, she is. She's incredible. <laughs> I trust her a thousand percent when she gets her license, but it's still scary, right? Yeah. I'm going to get her a big armored vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) I just am so afraid. But anyway, when when her name and driver's ed were mentioned in the same sentence, I was like, wait, I'm not old enough for this yet. She certainly ain't old enough for this yet. Being a parent. That's fun. All right, let's do do some history, shall we, Chelsea? Let's go. Dang it. I always do that. I put the wrong thing there. And it doesn't have quite the impact that I'm looking for. It's such a good bet, though. It is a good one. Uh, But I wanted to do this. It was on this day, all the way back in 1900. Hawaii became a U.S. territory on this day back in 1900. That late? Yeah. Well, they didn't become a state until, what was it, like 1964 or something like that? How did they find... They're just like, they're floating around. Because there's a lot of islands, and they're like, we're going to claim this this group. Well, there was people living there. Yeah, I know. But now it's like you're part of the United States. Like, well, not yet. There was just a U.S. territory back then. But it. then, in 1964, they became a state, which I've learned, because I have a friend that has a restaurant in Hawaii. Oh, he said that they do not like they do not like people who are not native to Hawaii there very much. Yeah. Like you're kind of looked down on if you're not like if you're from not the Islander. Island. Yeah. yeah. So and he is not. He is as, <laughs> he's as white as the as a sheet of paper. Uh, it was on this day in 1959. The first Daytona 500 race was held in Daytona Beach. Ooh. 
Did you watch any of it the other day? No. I did. I watched a little bit. I watched maybe a half hour I of it. Showed up because they they bumped it. Yeah, it's five hundred laps going left. Man, going it's left. Cr- it's crazy. It's I, insane. I, I find it so interesting and so exciting though. And I love when they do the thing where the announcers stop talking. They tell you to crank up the surround sound because yeah. the cars are about to take off again. Gosh, that's so cool. It was on this day in nineteen ninety four. got granted the trademark on the symbol that he was been using as his name up until that point. He was granted that trademark. And, if I may say, led to the release of one of the best Prince albums, in my humble opinion, of all time. I have to agree. The love symbol is just the, with it has this song on it, and it has Sexy MF on it, Continental, Morning Papers, uh, boy, the list goes on. Just one of the best albums of all time. And going to Paisley Park yeah, blew my mind. Definitely something everybody should do. If you are a fan of Prince, you should go see it. One of my favorite Prince stories ever. I've told this story probably a hundred times. I'm sorry. But it was like <laughs> it was like 2.30 in the morning, and we were at Prince's Club in downtown Minneapolis called Glam Slam. And everyone was like, hey, Prince is going to do a concert tonight out at Paisley Park. Now, this is about a 45-minute drive. But we were like, we have to go. We yeah. have to go to this. Yeah. And I still remember I was supposed to work in the morning, and I didn't care. I was like, we're going out there. And so I got to stand there at Paisley Park, see a free concert of Prince with maybe 400 other people. Did he have like his Ferraris in those classic cars? No, this was this was up too. This was stripped down, man. This was like this was him on stage playing songs I had never heard before. But it was just, it was. I'll never have a moment with an artist of that caliber. That's pretty like cool. that. That would be like Garth Brooks performing, and there's 400 people there. Yeah, intimate. And then he was like walking around the crowd later, and they said the only thing is just don't. And this was before like everybody had a camera with them, so yeah. it was just like I just said, "Hey, man, great show." And that was like, oh, that was just. I, I remember driving home thinking like, my life begins today. <laughs> I still remember. I made it. I went out. I went out there with a girl I had had a crush on since kindergarten, <gasps> and we had started dating that summer. I was that like, had to be a grand slam. I was twenty-one years old. I was in phenomenal shape. I was good looking. I was a club DJ. I just thought, well, this is it. Like That's Kelly's peak. Life doesn't get any better, <laughs> and it never did. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was though. It was just an awesome, awesome moment. <laughs> All right, sorry to bore you with that story, but if it's your... Oh, we didn't do birthdays yet. I only got one birthday for you today. Okay. Uh, Celebrating a birthday. I'm the most popular girl in school, and Billy Prince is asking me to the prom. (laughs) Drew Barrymore. Barrymore. It's Herbert, host of the worst talk show on television. (laughs) Just absolute trash. It's... It it's trash. Come yeah, on, Chelsea. Just because yeah. she's a woman doesn't mean you have to defend her. The show is trash. <laughs> I adore her, but she needs a new producer. The show is trash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, how old is Drew Barrymore? I was actually, I didn't know that she was this old. Oh, don't, don't do me like that. Um, oh my gosh, Kelly. 47. Oh, you're close. Not close enough though, but you are very close. <laughs> Drew Barrymore is the ripe old age of 49 today. Seriously? Only one more year left in her 40s. Oh yeah, well when did E.T. come out? Because she was like five in that movie. 80, like 84, well, I would have to do the math, which yeah. we're not allowed to do, but I would say that came out in what, 82 maybe? She looks so young. She does. She has a phenomenal moisturizing routine. <laughs> 